Hello guys, welcome back to the best hour of your life. This is Happy Thoughts. Yeah, you guessed it, it's late at night. <laughs> Weird, strange things happen when I record late at night. <laughs> anyway, um, how you doing? How you doing? That's great. I'm so glad to hear it. Slash, I'm so sorry for your loss. Because <laughs> I don't know what you said. Anyway, let's just... We're going to be talking about cannibalism. We're going to talk about cannibalism, but before we do, I just want to give you an update. I just want to send out an update. Okay, are you with me? Okay, let's update. So here's some updates. First update is, y'all heard it here first. I'm dropping music soon. I'm not going to say when. I have a date picked out that I'd like to drop, but for purposes of my sanity i'm not gonna say it quite yet until i just know for sure it can happen but it's gonna happen and it's gonna happen soon so get excited and moving on next update you probably think that the crisis my family was facing about not having water has been over because it's been a long time since that happened right Any normal person would assume that's done. Well, it's not. It's not done. We have water, but I can't remember if I talked about it on here or not. When they came to fix the water, long story short, they flooded the attic and the ceiling collapsed in one room of our house. The room that we use the most. The game room with the TV and the Xbox and the hangout room, right? So the ceiling collapsed. Uh, We had to move everything out of there because it was 110 degrees in there because the AC was just blowing air right out the roof that had a hole in it. Uh, That happened like two weeks ago. Still not fixed. Um, The company that broke it hired another company to fix it. And that company is ghosting us. Just like this whole thing is just... All these companies ghosting us, and it's awesome. So, yeah, that's been really fun. Um, Just kidding, it hasn't. Officially, it has not. But hope and pray that next podcast episode, I'm giving you an update, and the update is that hell is over. (laughs) Thankfully, they, they did patch the hole in the roof or the ceiling. The roof is fine. It's the ceiling between us and the roof anyway the ceiling to the attic they patched it with some plastic which why that is good is because the ac doesn't just blow blow out immediately because for a few days the ac was just running nonstop because it was trying to get the whole house down to like you know 71 but that room was 110 so it's just going and going and going and going and going Meanwhile, every other room in the house is like 55 degrees because the AC is on all the time. But if we turn it off, hi, it's 105 outside. We live in Texas. It, uh, yeah, it's going to it's going to be hot. It's going to be hot. So, it was just 
crazy. <laughs> Waking up every morning and shivering was really fun. Um, but yeah, so they, they patched it with plastic. So now the air is like regulated at least. Anyway, that's the update. Those are the updates. I just wanted to, you know, let you know. Anyway, so let's get into it. Let's get into it. Cannibalism and how you can help. <laughs> Only you can prevent cannibalism. <laughs> Stop. Why do I do this? Anyway, okay. So, and just to say, if you're wondering why we're talking about cannibalism today, well, you voted for it. Um, on my broadcast channel on Instagram, I gave you options for podcast topics, and this is the one you chose. So, you did this to yourself. And anyone wondering about the broadcast channel, I post an invite to it on my story pretty infrequently. It's very exclusive, only for the real girlies. But I do polls on there all the time and just random little things. It's like a group chat with all of my VIPs, except I'm the only one that can type things. So be looking for that if you want to join. But again, it's VIP only. Also, just DM me if you want to be in it, and I'll send you a link. Anyway, so we're talking about cannibalism. Specifically, specifically, cannibalism in 2022, okay? Because 2022 was strangely cannibalistic, okay? It was a big year for media in general, for movies and television, music, I mean, for, for everything. Because, you know, we were just leaving 2021. Not a lot of movies or shows came out in 2021 because of the pandemic. Hi, hello, how are you? Right, so 2022 was a big year because things were trying to get back on track when it came to movies and television media okay okay so it was a big year it was a big year it was a great year for horror specifically um but yeah i i started to notice a trend in 2022 of cannibalism and i was very like okay like what is going on and it's it honestly it's not like there were so many pieces of media about cannibalism but cannibalism is one of those things that it's like okay if there's three <laughs> that's kind of a lot like like it's not every day that we're we're getting cannibalism content and i don't think we want that to be happening every day but like you see what i'm saying it's like it's like a few is a lot when it comes to a topic like this so a few things came out about cannibalism and it was enough to make me go wow we're getting a lot of cannibalism content this year like what's going on um and just to like really quick give you an overview to prove my point we had uh the movie fresh on hulu that you might have heard about if you were on tiktok because it was huge on tiktok we had the show yellow jackets that started in 2021 and really grew in popularity during 2022 we had Preacher's Daughter, the album about cannibalism by Ethel Kane that I talked about in my top 10 albums of 2022. We had the movie Bones and All, which was a huge thing about cannibalism. We had the show Dahmer about Jeffrey Dahmer on Netflix. 
We had, there was one other. Oh yeah, we had the menu, which when the menu trailer came out, I thought it was going to be about cannibalism. And I probably wouldn't have thought that except we had already had a lot of cannibalism content. And so I was like viewing that trailer being like, oh my God, this is about they're eating people. And then that was like not what was happening at all. <laughs> so, so I was very pleasantly surprised, but I also thought it was interesting. Like I saw the trailer for the menu and I was like, oh, another cannibalism thing, but it literally wasn't. It was just the year. So those are some of the things that were happening. And I'm going to deep dive into most of those here in a second. But when I started to think about, was there a trend of cannibalism in 2022? I was kind of like, maybe I'm just imagining like, Maybe I'm just imagining that this was happening. Did anyone else catch on? A am I alone in this? So I Googled. Google's free, right? A great asset. I literally just Googled because I was trying to keep it relatively broad to see if I was crazy or not. I just put 2022 cannibalism. That was it. And what I was expecting was to see like news articles of like cannibalism in real life. I don't know how common that is. But anyway, but the very first result all the way at the top was a CNN article that said a bizarre trend was 2022 the year of the cannibal. And so immediately I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> Someone else noticed. And in fact, CNN. And then right under that was another article by the Rolling Stones. And it was a deep dive into a lot of the movies and shows that came out in 2022 related to cannibalism. And so I read that article and a lot of what I'm going to talk about today is from that article or things that I learned, perspectives I gleaned from that article. So totally feel free to go read that. And thank you to Rolling Stones for Rolling Stones and CNN for validating my crazy theory. But anyway, and all while I was thinking about this was like, okay, first of all, is this true? I think I just proved, yes, this is true. There was a trend of cannibalism in 2022. And with that information, like, what do we, what, what, why did this happen? Why? Why did this happen? And then what can we discover? What can we learn? <laughs> what can we reflect on as to, a, in response to this being a topic of conversation in 2022? Like, what does this mean? And you know, specifically talking about art and I think the biggest art form in today's day and age is movies. Hi, movies are the new art gallery. Sadly, I miss the museums. I miss artists being as important. However, movies are great. Movies are art. And art has always been an interesting way to view the times okay art is a mirror that reflects society that is like a common saying it's been true in the past i think it's true today total side note uh britney broski on youtube has these incredible videos of like art history that she does on her channel and they are super interesting because she did art history in college and she's super smart if you're interested in art history and how art reflects the times like a deep dive 
that's also entertaining. Definitely check those out. But that's going to be a little bit of like what we're doing today. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, is I want to look at these different films, these different shows that were all about cannibalism. And think about what they mean, what they were trying to portray and think about why we would have gotten them in 2022 and what that means for society, et cetera, et cetera. Are you with me? I hope you're with me. (laughs) Um, Anyway, so let's get into it. Let's get right into it. I'm going to start by talking about the show Yellow Jackets. Now, full disclosure, I have not seen this. I have not seen this, and I know very little about it. I know that it started in 2021, but I definitely didn't hear about it until 2022, so I'm going to assume that it got really popular in 2022. Um, But to my very basic understanding, this show is about a group of girls that are like high school, college age that their plane crashes in this like wilderness and I think it said Oregon or something in the wilderness and they are taken in by these different like tribes that are like outside society I'm not exactly sure if there was some kind of like if this is post-apocalyptic or if it's just supposed to be like there's this wilderness that exists in our current society that there's pockets of like little tribes of people that operate totally different from us. But from what I've read about the show, there's this specific tribe. I think it's like the main tribe or again, I'm not exactly sure the details, but regardless, there is this group of people that they use a deck of cards to determine who's going to be eaten. Basically like they have a deck of cards and whoever pulls like a queen is going to be eaten by the rest of the tribe. That's what, <laughs> that's what TikTok, uh, University of TikTok taught me. <laughs> so, so I don't know how real that is, how true that is. But what I also learned is that the whole like kind of theme of this show is like the rules of society and like the person that controls what society views as okay and acceptable is the person that's going to best survive in society. Cause if you can do, if you can convince people that what you're doing is right, then you can just do whatever you want, I guess. And everyone else is going to follow. And so I guess that's a theme in this show is like you create the rules of your own emerging society. And if that's cannibalism, then get in or get out, get, get on board or get eaten. So, um, I think what's interesting about this is very like in 2021, we saw a lot of like, I don't know, rules of society or things that it it was a very year of like, wow, things are happening that seemed like they could never happen in our lifetime. And so I think, Maybe something like this is interesting because 2021 was very like, oh, well, we could just rewrite society at any moment. Like people are just rewriting the rules. Like this is just what we do. Like, do we follow or do we make our own path? Like there was a kind of like a almost anarchy somewhat or kind of just like there was this like tense aura of like following the rules or not 
and it was like all over the news and like you you know what i'm talking about like you can i I guarantee you understand so i think that this is like one thing that we can see in this show is like maybe something like this was popular because we were getting these kind of society themes talked about and it was very relevant given everything that was happening with covid and everything that happened after and just very tense time 2022 2021 they're both very tense years where a lot of stuff was like well i don't know what's gonna happen we'll see we'll see so i i I think i can relate to like a a feeling of like well if i'm not the one making the rules and i'm just gonna have to go along with it like who knows what's going on like so i think that's interesting for this show moving on to talk about fresh okay first of all this movie is great it's a hulu original it is fantastic. I really enjoyed it. And I started seeing it on TikTok. Again, th- the other trend is that all of these things went viral. All of these things were going viral on TikTok. People were talking about them on Twitter, on Instagram. These were viral media pieces. And that's also why cannibalism seemed so prevalent was because everyone was talking about these movies and shows all year. Like... They were a viral trend. Anyway, Fresh was hugely viral on TikTok, and I watched it pretty much immediately after I heard about it. And some of the central themes of this movie is, like, curiosity and excess, which is going to be a theme for a couple of these. You know, curiosity, excess. This movie is about, I mean, without, there might be a little bit of a spoiler in this, but it's, like, not really a big deal. It's about a society that eats people, a society of rich people that eats, a society of rich people that eat people. And part of that is cultivating fear in the victim before they're eaten to prepare their meat, et cetera, et cetera. Anyway, there's a huge theme of curiosity and excess, specifically because the people that are eating people is rich people. And the movie talks about these people are so wealthy that they're almost just like buying human meat for consumption at insane prices just because it's like they can, you know, like they can, no one else could because it's being sold, you know, illegally on the black market, super expensive. And so it's like the people that are buying this meat for consumption are rich the richest of the rich of the rich and they're using their money to explore the edges of what is okay like it's totally a buy-in to just curiosity like the curiosity what does human meat taste like and curiosity is a huge theme throughout the movie i think they did an amazing job of getting a lot of different uh, points across and getting you to think about a lot of different things. It was very interesting, the choices they made in the movie. Um, but then also, yeah, excess. It's like going back to what I just said. When you have so much money, it's like you almost just do things to see what happens. And the person in the Rolling Stones article actually referenced Elon Musk. And I don't know if I agree with this completely. I'd have to do more thinking on it but I at least found it interesting so I was going to share they said you know like when you get to a point where you're so rich as someone like Elon Musk you use your money to buy Twitter just to 
watch it burn and crumble and destroy it and turn it into X, which it is now. It's like, you know, there's some hot takes about that. I'm not going to get into it, but like, it is an interesting point. It's like, okay, people are so rich that they'll just throw their money around and see what happens. Like it really doesn't matter. They just want to see what happens. Watch the world burn kind of thing. Like, um, Oh yeah. The other thing that the Rolling Stones article said that I really liked was overly rich and easily bored, which for sure is a theme in fresh. So I think there could be, there could be an argument made when I was thinking about this. I'm like, I'm thinking about, the people that are being eaten in fresh versus the people that are eating is, you know, middle class, average class person, rich person. And I think definitely in 2021, we saw this weird thing, which was like famous people slash rich people were not adhering to the things that everyone else was having to adhere to the, you know, lockdowns, quarantines, et cetera, et cetera. You remember, you remember all the drama. I'm not trying to bring the political drama back. I'm just trying to look at what happened and glean some things from it. So, but I think it's, it's valid to say that there was definitely some like tension between quote unquote normal people and then like the rich and famous. And so I think this movie really could be interesting to argue that it was maybe talking about that, which also here's the thing. All of these movies probably were made and were starting to be made before 2021 ever happened. Arguably that's true because these things take a long time, but what interesting timing like what interesting timing and maybe because of the themes that these films and shows portrayed became so relevant and they were almost able to be ahead of their time maybe that's why they became so viral and so relevant that's why they spread so much maybe these things would have came out and if 2021 didn't happen like no one would know about them. No one would be talking about them like as much as they were when they came out. So something to think about for sure. Um, but yeah, a big theme of fresh was how far can you go and how far will you go just to see what's possible? And that is a huge theme in bones and all, which this was a huge part of my 2022. If you've been around the podcast, you've heard me talk about it before. If you've been around on my Instagram, you've heard me talk about it before. Bones and All is a book. It started as a book that came out eight years ago and it was not very popular. It was like a very unknown piece of literature, not a big you know, not a bestseller, whatever, except everything is a New York times bestseller. So maybe it was probably one of those. Anyway, last year in 2022, my favorite director, Luca Garanino announced that he was going to be making a film adaptation starring Timothy Chalamet and Taylor Russell. Obviously I love Luca Garanino and I love Timothy Chalamet and I love Timothy Chalamet and Luca Garanino films. So I was very excited and when I heard that it was a horror romance about cannibalism, 
you can say my interest was peaked. You could say that. Yeah. <laughs> Trust and believe I was interested. <laughs> Trust and believe I was interested. I was so interested that when they announced this movie was coming out, it was like five months before the release date. And I was like, no, I have to know now. I have to know what this is about now. So I ordered the book on Amazon and received it in the mail three days later and read it so fast. Read it cover to cover so fast. It was consuming. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, 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 uh. It ate me up. <laughs> the book said, let him cook. Anyway, um, so yeah, so I want to talk about Bones and All, the book and the movie. Overall, the theme of both is um, consumerism, self-loathing, and life as an outsider. Okay, so cannibalism in this story was being used to kind of portray anyone that felt like they didn't fit in anyone that felt like there was something fundamentally wrong with them or anyone that felt like there was a secret that they had that they couldn't share. So there was a lot of different applications to this one, like, yeah, they're cannibals, but it meant a lot more. And it was super interesting in both the film and the book to have such a graphic and evil metaphor be so relatable because because it was a metaphor it's 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 to get you to put yourself in the shoes of the character but then you're like wait but I'm not going to eat people very interesting if you've not watched the movie definitely consider um but anyway, specifically talking about, like, the book, the main character's name is Marin, and we follow her, I think she's 18, yeah, 18, she's 18, but she gives us a lot of backstory early on in the book. So we know her at, like, age, like, 1 to 18, and we get a look at her life as a cannibal. And it's very interesting because she's in our society. Like, it's not it's not post-apocalyptic. It's not tribal. It's not anything. She's in modern day, you and me, go to the grocery store, go to school, that whole thing. And she's a cannibal. No one else is. Her parents aren't. Like, she's a cannibal. Just her. And so it's very interesting to watch what happens to her and to feel for her and um this is described by the author in an interview Marin is trapped by her compulsion in a cycle of devouring and remorse so that was one thing that was unique to bones and all uh from the other things that I was talking about was the remorse aspect so in fresh and I'm guessing in yellow jackets given the context I know about it there's not much like remorse or thoughts that what is happening is bad by the person that's eating, right? So, but the whole book is Marin self, self-loathing self and crumbling over her own desire and nature, her need to eat people, and then immediately the shame, the regret, the remorse, like 
overtakes her. But the way they talk about it in the book is so interesting because you as the reader start to see it coming. Like you start to know before the book even tells you like, oh my God, she's going to eat this person. And that was really interesting. And the way they did that was because everyone in Bones and All the Book had a certain type of person that they ate. And this is something that the author Camille DeAngelis, I believe, Camille DeAngelis, I believe that's how you say her name. I have a quote again from an interview that she did where she said, she's talking about the book and about where the fear comes in and where the, like the point of the story comes in. And she's talking about like, classic zombie movies and zombie stories because zombies eat people. Hey, hey, didn't you know if you knew that? Zombies eat people. Anyway, here's what she said. With zombies, everyone just thinks it's about overconsumption, mindless consumption. I'm thinking more specifically about who we consume. Okay, so that's what she said about her book and it completely holds True. And there's like a million different ways you could go with that quote and a million ways you could think about that. But like one thing that's interesting is Marin, the way that she operates in the book is that when she is attracted to someone, when she has feelings for someone, she eats them. And then there's another character that when he sees someone that is a bad person in his own eyes, he eats them. And they have, like, a desire to eat people, but they're able to, like, kind of control it in a way until it gets too much and then get specific about who they eat and why. Um, And so that's a theme in the book is that different people are eating different specific people. And then in the movie, the movie is way more focused on kind of like fresh the curiosity the morbid curiosity the excess like the unnecessary giving into this I don't know what you'd call it addiction this desire but yeah and it's interesting in the movie they have a comparison against the characters who are actually like wrestling and struggling with this fundamental need of their life to eat someone and but they don't want to do it like i said the the cycle of remorse versus some characters that they have the same desire but they see it in a different way that's more like curious and explore ex ex hello explorative explorative girl I don't know they're exploring they're inquisitive uh and it's less remorse and more like well this is how they are and this is how they're supposed to act like it's not remorse it's interest it's intrigue it's indulgence it's excess to kind of self-discover and evolve and transcend the normal human experience because that's another theme that they they focus on in in both the book and the movie but especially the movie is like maybe the normal society the what is okay is actually what's broken you know very that very how do you fit in as an outsider how do you fit in if you're different do you have to hide it or is your secret what makes you human 
all of that, all of that, all of that. So there's a lot of integration into society, um, the desire to understand our own nature. And I feel like, again, that is a theme that could have come out of 2021 because it's like society collapsed. Hey, don't know if you remember when society collapsed. Society collapsed and we were all alone for months. Um, and reintegrating into society, I mean, I'm a very extroverted, you know, people person. And it was still very hard for me to like get back into the world and be like, yeah, yeah, I want to interact with people. So who knows how hard it was for everyone else. And then it's like when you spend that much time alone by yourself, when almost all you have to do is think and be alone is like, you're going to learn some things about yourself. I mean, I think we all did. We all probably had thoughts about ourselves, did some like inquiring and, and soul searching while we were in quarantine. And I think, you know, some people might've come out of quarantine with a, like a, a new secret or like just a darker, like experience of themselves. So I could see how a story like this would resonate with people coming out of quarantine and trying to reintegrate into society and then also seeing society collapse be like well what is society and is society broken and and should we be thinking about everything different and then obviously there was a lot of political unrest and a lot of different movements and so this is all just about society the collapse of society the rebuilding of society what is okay what is not what is acceptable what is not like etc etc so i feel like that's a huge part of all of these cannibalism aspects, but especially bones and all. And then really interesting, I found this quote actually from my boy, Timmy, my boy, Timmy Chalamet, Timmy, Timmy T. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, this quote from Timothy Chalamet, when he was talking about the film, why it was so important. This is what he said. I think it's tough to be alive right now. I think social collapse is in the air. It smells like it. And without being pretentious that's why hopefully movies matter because that's the role of the artist to shine a light on what's going on when what's going on yeah so i think timothy chalamet is totally right is like cannibalism is arguably i mean at least i see it as like the lowest of the low it is unreal depravity desperation it's like a last resort the last resort and to see it become something normalized or not normalized but in media portrayed so much and have all this recognition could be an attempt to say hey we're going in the wrong direction something is wrong this should be that we shouldn't be seeing this like this and why are we seeing it like this so i think that's definitely interesting um and again there's not really like i have points to make but this is again this is one of those episodes where i'm just kind of like ranting and giving you my thoughts um but i want to talk about one more thing before i give my my closing statement your honor that was supposed to be the 
the gavel against the table but but i probably just broke my desk anyway um so the last piece of media that i want to talk about is Dahmer, the netflix original series um and i did not watch this a lot of people did again it was hugely viral online huge huge but obviously it's about jeffrey Dahmer. And a lot of people got really mad when this came out because they were like, this is the, why are we romanticizing over a serial killer? Like, have respect for the families of the victims. Why are you talking about him? Et cetera, et cetera. And I wanted to look into why Sam Levinson, to put him on blast decided to make this and what his reasoning was sam levinson you have so many things to answer for not just this you know what else for but anyway um he said that one reason he wanted to to make it to pursue this story was because jeffrey dahmer was a killer a dark individual a cannibal etc and on the surface, no one would ever have noticed that. Like, most of the time, he was just average guy, normal dude. And if you saw him out in the world, you wouldn't think twice. And that was the point was, do we really know our fellow man? Do we really know our neighbor? And to him, that was what, to Sam Levinson, that was like the horror in it. And the intrigue, again, cannibalism and all of these things is about intrigue. It's about curiosity. It's about something in us that wants to know. And talking about Dahmer, Sam Levinson also mentioned that true crime is a huge trend right now. And it goes hand in hand with cannibalism about the intrigue. How could someone do this and why would they do this? And the curiosity of, well, what would happen if I did it? And, you know, are my neighbors doing it? Like who, who else? Is it you? Is it you? Is it you? And I think that is really interesting because obviously in 2020, Sue, 2020, Sue, I'm at 2021, <laughs> 2021 in 2021, there were a lot of sides and, those still exist a little bit today, but there were a lot of sides politically. And so I think it's interesting that cannibalism can make an us and them mentality, an eater versus a non-eater, a killer versus a non-killer. And then with Dahmer, it's like, well, how do you know who, who is it? Because behind closed doors, you don't know what they're doing and it could be anyone. It could be you. And so I think that's definitely interesting. I don't know if that's enough of a reason to have the show made. Again, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. I don't know details of the case. I'm not here to give an opinion other than just my general thoughts. Okay, okay, okay. So let's not blow me up in my DMs. Thank you. But um, yeah, so that was what interested me about Dahmer. And again, about all of them. It's like the us and uh, the you versus us us versus them, whatever it is, um, about cannibalism just seemed very relevant to leaving 2021. And it was very, you know, at least in my lifetime, I can't remember a point where people were more divided so violently and so passionately. 
So it totally makes sense to have these types of medias emerge and kind of shine a light. It's like, hey guys, this is how crazy everyone was acting. And this is the type of thing that is going on. And yeah. And also it's like a huge point to be made again. I kind of hinted at this earlier. All of these things went incredibly viral. And if our society wasn't at a point where this was something that was interesting or intriguing or curious or, or hi, if there weren't people watching, it wouldn't go viral. So these things could have existed, been made and been unsuccessful, but we actually turned them into a huge success because we were interested. And so it's just continuing to think like, why were we interested? What does that mean? What can we learn? How can we reflect? And then another thing like thinking overall about this topic is media and art but especially movies and television is a form of escapism. Always has been, always will be. Good movies are those that you get enthralled and you leave the theater and you forget where you were, what time it was, who you are, your own life troubles. You are put into the world. But for that to be successful, it has to be more fantastical. If that's a real it has to be more dramatic. It has to be more enthralling, more magical, more, you know, any different emotion. It has to be double than the normal life experience amount. So it, it can it can go with a comedy. It can go with a happy movie, not just sad movies, but all movies for them to be successful into like throwing you into a separate world where you escape your own life for two and a half hours the world that they're showing you better be more extreme than the one you're living in, in whatever aspect. And so I feel like leaving 2021, you can only get more extreme. Like, like there, uh, actually, no, I said that wrong. There's very few things more extreme than what we were experiencing. So it almost is like, well, yeah, okay, cannibalism. <laughs> Hey, that's more extreme. And so it's almost like you can watch these things and be like, oh, wow, that is crazy. I'm glad that's not happening. But it's like, girl, <laughs> it was crazy. It was crazy already. But it's like cannibalism was like the only thing we had left. That was the only more extreme we could go. And so, of course, those are more popular in 2022 because we had to escape somewhere. We had to escape and if there was a world that was going to be worse than ours, it would be the cannibalistic world, right? So I think that is like another huge reason why this could have been a big trend in 2022. But um, that's all I have. That's all I have on it. Um, let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear your thoughts. A lot of you already sent me some like very interesting things about cannibalism. I don't think I'll ever do another episode on it. <laughs> But apparently there's just a lot of different theories and a lot of different conspiracies about cannibalism. And I mean, I believe it, but I don't know if I'm ready to get delved into that rabbit hole. I just kept it to 2022. Okay, honeys. But still, let me know your thoughts. Please DM me. Text me if you have my number. If you don't, you don't need it. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, let me know your thoughts. And thanks for tuning in. 
like I said, if you want to be in the broadcast channel so you can vote on the next topic, be looking out for that on my story along with questions that I'm asking you so I can talk about your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions, prayers, concerns. Okay. But yeah, that is all and I should really be getting to bed. So I'm going to close it out. I'll see you next time. Bye.